We're going to start out in Matthew. Matthew chapter chapter 4 and verse 18. As Jesus was walking, everyone say walking. Beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake. They were fishermen. I like these guys already. And Jesus said, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And at once, look at verse 20, at once. Everyone say at once. I'm glad that they didn't debate. I'm glad they didn't call a committee together. I'm glad they didn't vote. The Bible says that when Jesus came and he saw these men, he simply said, come, follow me, and at once. Everyone say at once. I don't know about you, but like, I hesitate sometimes. I tell God I'm going to pray about it and get back with him. Give me a few weeks to think about it and pray about it, and I'll, I'll, I'll decide if I'm going to follow you or not. The Bible says that these men at once followed him. I'm wondering today, there's anybody here today that God is, is speaking to you and commanding you to do something and, and, and you're just not at a place where you're ready to do it. For some reason, I, I feel there's somebody that, that, that is holding on to unforgiveness. And God is saying to you, follow me. And if you follow me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you into something different. I'm going to make you into a new person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something in you, but you've got to come and you've got to follow me. This is not just a, a one-time uh, getting saved kind of thing. This is as disciples. By the way, how many disciples do we have here today? Disciples have got to make a, a, a lifelong decision that they're going to follow Christ. It's not just one time. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be nice and, and, and like really cool if like you just said yes to Jesus one time and then for the rest of your life you just do what you want to do? That's what a lot of people do. No, when you become a disciple and a follower of Jesus Christ, he's going to demand that you follow him. Maybe there's somebody here today that just is holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness and, and, and you're so wanting just to, just to hang on. Christ is saying to you today, follow me. Forgive that person. Release that person. Follow me and I'll give you the power and I'll give you the ability to live the kind of life you want to live for my glory. And God's still calling men and women to follow him. Two words. Man, it's so hard to follow him. 
sometimes. Because I want to I do things my way. I've arrived, and I know how to navigate through life. I don't need to follow anybody. Don't you see the degree behind my name? Don't you see the numbers in my bank account? I, 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 I got this. I can do this. Jesus is, is constantly challenging his believers and his disciples to follow him, to follow him closely. I love the illustration that Laura used today with our kids to, to come, follow me. It's called follow the leader. That means that you're not in charge. That means that you're not calling the shots. That means that you're going to have to go places and do things that you don't want to do. How convenient it would be just for us to be able to live our life and just do what we want to do. I believe God is raising up men and women in Belle Isle Community Church that are going to be disciples that are going to follow Jesus. Sometimes it's going to be enjoyable. Sometimes it's going to be painful. And in the end, we're following a good shepherd who's going to lead us. And, and surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But I want to make a re renewed commitment today, as I believe you are, that you're going to follow Jesus. You're going to do the hard things. You're going to do the things you don't want to do. You're going to do the things that are uncomfortable. As Christ says to us, come and follow me. The Bible says at once, at once they, 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 they followed him and they left their nets. They followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James and Zebedee and the brother, his brother John, and they were in their boat with their father Zebedee. Preparing their nets, Jesus called them, and immediately, everyone say immediately, they left their boats and their father, and they followed him. I'm wondering who you're following today. I'm wondering who's leading you today. I believe... These two little words carry great weight. We are commanded to follow him. There's a powerful meaning and truth in this, in this scripture. Jesus follows it up and says, come and follow me and I will, I will make you. That word there, make, it means, it means to construct. It means to form. It means to fashion. It means to prepare. Church, as you and I follow Jesus, and we go, and we go where he is leading us, it's a work in progress. He begins to make. He begins to fashion. He begins to form us as we follow him. And the closer you are to him, the more he can make you into the person that God wants you to be. Closer you follow him, the, the, the more he can fashion you and he can prepare you. In, in, in 1 John 1.12, it's, it's up on the screen. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. 
That word there become means to, to make, to come to pass, to appear, to come into existence. So watch this. Angelo, come follow me just for a second. It's a work in progress as you follow Christ. God is moving, and you're following, and as you are following him, he's making you. He's forming you. He's fashioning you into his image. You ever heard the phrase, you know, we're on the one way, we're building the plane as we're, as we're, as we're flying? That's the way it is with the gospel. That's the way it is with Jesus Christ. As you follow him, he is making you. He is fashioning you. He is forming you into his likeness. And the longer you stay close to him and the closer you stay, the more he makes you into the person that God wants you to be. How many of you are here today and, and, and there's at least a few things in your life that you want to get rid of and you want to be more like Jesus? Can I see your hand? Three of you. The only, know our, the only way I know of true transformation is when you follow Jesus closely and you allow him to make, you allow him to fashion, you allow him to form you into the person that he wants you to be as you follow him. It happens supernaturally. It happens on the go. It happens as God is... Jesus was moving on the earth. He was looking for people, and he would simply ask them, you want to be changed? You want to be transformed? If you want to look like me, if you want to act like me, follow me, and I will make you. What do you want God to make you? You want him to make you into the image of Jesus Christ. You want him to make you into being a, a better husband. You want to make him, you allow him to make you into being a, a better wife. Thank you, Angelo. You want to ask him to help you to, to be a, a better mom, a better dad, a better disciple. Jesus says, if you'll follow me, I will make you into the person that you want to be. Stay close. Stay connected. Follow me. If you follow me, I will make you into the person that I want you to be. It's sweet to follow him because as you follow him, he fashions you into his image and you look more like Jesus and less like you. How many are still with me? It's beautiful what happens when people follow him. Some of you have been following Jesus for, for, for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. It's beautiful to see people, disciples that have followed Jesus for all these years, that they're, that they're changing. They're becoming more like Christ. They're not getting old and grunchy and grumbly. Cranky, grumpy, add whatever adjective you want to. But we're, we're being changed. We're being transformed. We're being fashioned into the image of Christ. 
And when you follow him, he changes you. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, there's new things to come. That's what happens when you follow him. He's making you. He's forming you. He's fashioning you into the person that he wants you to be. So Bell Isle Community Church, let's follow Jesus. There's going to be a lot of voices in these next few months. As we lead into another election time. Oh, God, help us. I want to follow Jesus. I want to allow him to form and fashion and make me. I don't want to get caught up in all the things that are taking place in our world and in our country. The division and the politics and the fighting and the discord that's in our nation. I don't know about you, but this election season, I want to be focused on one person, Jesus Christ. I'm going to follow him. Not interested in following Trump. Not interested in following Biden. Not interested in following Pope. I want to follow Jesus. I want to stay close to him so that he can make me into the person that he wants me to be, so that he can fashion and form and create the person that God has destined me to be and for you to be. That happens when we follow Jesus. But church, God is always on the move. He is always moving, and he's looking for people that are going to follow him and move with him. If you go to Genesis chapter 1, we don't have time to go there, and it's not on the screen. This is just kind of new. But one of the attributes you find in Genesis chapter 1, in the very first scripture, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it says, God, in the beginning, God created. Everyone say created. The first description we have of God is he is a God who creates. Are you with me? Now, he does more than just create the mountains and the seas and the beautiful things that we get to enjoy. Man, when I'm out fishing, I'm enjoying the creation of God. When I'm out golfing, Enjoying the beautiful creation that God has created for us. But guess what? His most beautiful creation is not a mountain or a forest or a waterfall. His most beautiful creation is you. And as you follow him, he is creating you into the person that God wants you to be. You're his most beautiful creation. And we haven't arrived. We're not there yet. But we're going to follow Jesus, and he's going to continue to create in us to be the people that God wants us to be. Can I get an amen? So in Genesis 1, the first description of God is he's a creator. The second description you see of God in Genesis chapter 1 is not only is he a creator, but he is a God who is moving. 
Because it says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and then it said that the Spirit of God was moving on the waters. What does that mean? That means that God is always on the move, and he's looking for people to move with him. And in, in Matthew, in this verse of Scripture we just read, Jesus was moving. And he was simply looking for people that are going to move with him. Are you willing to move with Jesus? Are you willing to take, allow him to take you places that he's never taken you before? Do you trust him? And if you do, he'll make you. He'll form you. He'll fashion you. He'll do a beautiful work in your life if you allow him to do it. You just got to follow. Let's go to Luke chapter 18 and 19 just for a moment. I want to talk to you about two men in these two chapters. In, in my Bible, and this is kind of cool, maybe not in your Bible because every Bible's printed differently. In Luke chapter 18, on the left-hand side of my Bible is the story of the rich young ruler. On the right-hand side of my Bible is Luke chapter 19, and it's the story of Zacchaeus. This is really interesting. Two pages, rich young ruler on one side and Zacchaeus on the other side. I call this the tale of two men. Not much separates them in my Bible. They're in the same address. One lives at Luke 18 and one lives at Luke 19. They're on the same pages, but two totally different outcomes. One man who was unable to follow Jesus because he was in love with his money, and the other guy who had just as much money, but he loved God more. Are y'all with me this morning? See, two guys... Luke 18, Luke 19, both had money. One was willing to follow and one wasn't. You know the story. Luke chapter 18. We're not going to go there, but you look at Luke 18, it says four times, Jesus was on the move. Jesus was going. Jesus was on his way. Why? Because he's always moving. And he runs into the rich young ruler. And the rich young ruler, he was what we know about him, he was rich, he was young, and he was a ruler. And he said to Jesus, what do I need to do to follow you? What do I need to do to, 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 to follow this command to follow me? Jesus said, don't commit adultery. Don't drink, don't smoke, don't kick the cat. And if you do that, you can follow me. And the rich young ruler said, man, I do all that. Man, I don't commit adultery. I don't steal. I go to church. I give in the 
generosity box in the lobby. I, 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 I volunteer. And Jesus said, yes, you're doing really good. But he says, you're lacking one thing. Everybody put your finger up in the air just for a moment. Go like this. Just one thing. He says, you lack one thing. He said, if you'll take your money and give it to the poor and follow me, I'll change your life. I'll make you. I'll fashion you. I'll form you. I will rock your world. All you got to do is one thing. And the Bible says, that when the rich younger ruler was confronted with this command to follow him, you know what he did? The Bible says he, he left Jesus and he went away sad. I'm wondering what he thought about that night when he put his head to his pillow. I'm wondering how many times he was nagged for the rest of his life with the shame and the guilt of not following Jesus. I'm wondering how many times he regretted the fact that he had the opportunity to follow Jesus and he was one step away and for the rest of his life, he lived a sad life because he had money, but he missed out on one of the greatest opportunities known to man, to follow Jesus. What I love about this story is that Jesus didn't follow after him and lower his standards and compromise with the rich young ruler. The Bible says that the rich young ruler left sad. And Jesus let him go. And he'll do the same thing to you. You don't have to follow. You don't have to forgive that person. You don't have to give up those things. You can... He's not going to make you. He's not going to force you. See, I think some people in our culture would have thought, said, well, Jesus, get your attorney and meet with his attorney and, and let's, let's figure out a compromise. Jesus doesn't do that. Why? Because he's on the move. And he's looking for people who are going to follow him. And he's not going to lower his standard. He's not going to debate with you. He's not going to argue with you. It's real simple, church. Follow me, and if you follow me, I'm going to make you into something great. And the rich young ruler left that moment, a moment of destiny, and he left sad. He never saw Jesus feeding the 5,000. Never saw Jesus heal the blind beggar. Never saw Jesus cast out devils. Missed out on so many opportunities because he lacked one thing. 
Are y'all with me this morning? I'm going to wrap up here in just a minute. You flip over the page and now you go to a different reaction. You go to Luke chapter 19 and it's Zacchaeus. By the way, Zacchaeus' name, name means pure. But he wasn't living pure because he was a tax collector. And he was despised in his community. Everyone hated Zacchaeus. He was our IRS. I've never met anyone who loves writing the check to the IRS. And they didn't like writing checks to Zacchaeus. He had Venmo. And he'd walk town and people would Venmo their taxes to Zacchaeus and people hated him. The Bible says that Jesus was on his way from Jerusalem to Jericho. And as he was walking through, as he was moving, as he does, the Bible says he's, he reached the spot. And he looked up. And he said, Zacchaeus, what are you doing? Come down. I want you to follow me. Zacchaeus climbed the tree because he was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He went up in the sycamore tree to see what he could see. I listened in Sunday school. I was a mess, but I listened. We did, I probably told you this. I, I, I'm going to tell you one more time. This is a good one. Uh, obviously, we have four kids, and we, we would, we would uh, almost every night or every other night, we'd do a drama with our kids when they were little. And we did Zacchaeus one night. The story of Zacchaeus. It was amazing. So Allie and Amanda, they were the crowd. So we're in our living room, and we made them act it out. So Allie and Amanda are the crowd, and they're saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And, and Austin, because he was the oldest, Austin was Jesus. And Aaron, because he was the youngest, he was Zacchaeus. So, 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 so Aaron climbed up on the, on the, on the counter. Austin was Jesus, and Allie and Amanda are screaming, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And Austin walks through, and he sees Aaron, Zacchaeus, and, uh, and, 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 and Austin says, Zacchaeus, get your butt down here. You're in trouble. <laughs> and Allie and Amanda... Tammy taught them that lesson. <laughs> see, see, if it had been me, it would have been right on, spot on. Zacchaeus, get your butt down here, you're in trouble. I'm glad Jesus doesn't act like that. Zacchaeus, I've reached the spot. And for the first time in history, I'm stopping. Always been on the move, but I'm going to stop for you. And I see you, Zacchaeus. See you up there in the balcony. I'm not going to let this moment pass us by. I'm going to stop. Although I'm a God who moves, I'm going to stop. Zacchaeus, I want to make you. I want to fashion you. I want to form you. I want to make you into a new person. Zacchaeus, if you're willing, I want you to come down. We're going to your house for tea. Ooh. 
And on the right-hand side of my Bible, I see a man who followed Jesus. And on the left-hand side of my Bible, I see a man who left sad. Choice is yours. He's not going to make you follow him. Jesus said to Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, you're hated, you're despised, you're rejected. No one likes you, but I want to fashion you. I want to form you. I want to make you. I want to create something beautiful in you. And that's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, blessed are the pure in heart, for they're going to see Jesus. Zacchaeus was made pure. And he followed Jesus all the days of his life. I hope that as we walk through this, this, this year, you are going to make decisions that a disciple is going to follow Jesus. You're going to give up things. You're going to surrender things. You're going to yield. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to let go and you're going to follow him so he can make you into something beautiful. He's not done yet. There's more he can do. There's more room for him, and we need to make room for Jesus. Amen? We need to, we need to follow him and be obedient and allow him to make us into the people that God wants us to be. Bruce, if you'll go up to the keyboard and... So glad I followed Jesus. And I want you to know today as your pastor, I'm, I'm still following Jesus. These next few weeks, we're going we're gonna to camp out on these words that Jesus gives us. Come, follow me, and I will make you. I'll make you into fishers of men. I'll make you into something beautiful. I'll change your life. I'll remove lust and greed and anger and bitterness. I'm going to replace it, make it into something really beautiful. God wants to take people that are insecure, people that are fearful, people that are proud, people that are angry, people that are living in the past. He wants to make you and form you and fashion you and make you into something beautiful. The choice is yours. You're either Luke 18 or Luke 19. You're either rich young ruler or you're Zacchaeus. I don't know about you, but I want to be with Zacchaeus. I want to see Jesus. I want to get out of the tree and I want to climb and I want to see him. I want him to make me into something really, really beautiful.